All right, 5 o'clock hour is the Funky Buddha happy hour. Drank plenty of Funky Buddha during the Super Bowl. I just, uh, I'm watching ESPN right now. They just showed the scoop and score. Yep. Now I'm watching Jalen Hurts, a highlight of him. Man, he was so good. <laughs> I was just going to say, the best player in the game. Well, right. It hurts. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. I mean, he put that team on his back. And some, uh some of those throws he anticipated that first throw to AJ Brown was beautiful. Whoa. That My was goodness. great. That yeah, was he, great. We we have we we might have a little we might see this game again at a high level here soon. I'm watching the highlight right now of Patrick Mahomes getting tackled by the ankles and hobbling off. We talked about that today. We've talked uh Today, plenty about the holding penalty at the end of the game. We've had spirited discussion on the text machine as well, the Kendall Toyota text line. Plenty of people have shared their opinions of it. Um, you know, basically, uh, I, I, I understand by the book that was a hold, but Crowder, you explained it earlier. They didn't call that all game long. In fact, that was the first holding call of the entire game. But they don't you we we talked about it earlier. The refs set a tone early on as to whether they're gonna call things tight or loosely. And they had pretty much set a tone that they're letting them play last night. That's why the call to me was so confounding. Yes, yes. Basketball, if they're gonna let a little forearm, little floor arm shave, not be a foul. Football wise, in the trenches it starts. Are you calling every time a guy grabs a jersey? And the secondary, are you calling every time a guy hits his hits his shoulder pad into another guy past five yards? That entire game was called loosely. When it's on the game on the line, a tie game, now you want to call it tight. That was a mistake in that referee. And people are they're saying, like, you know, the script, whole script thing where Kansas City had some had some ghost calls not called in the AFC Championship game and then gets down to the Super Bowl and has a call call that really is not that bad. And Juju Smith, his, his body doesn't turn. It doesn't slow him down. He's coming out of a break. It's not like he's running full speed. That was a terrible call in a worse situation. And one of the things uh, Dan Orlovsky had pointed out, I told you earlier, um, Juju Smith-Schuster didn't turn around, you know, like exasperated, where's the hold, uh, which you see from receivers in a lot of times where there is an obvious hold. So, again, I get the call. I don't get the call in that particular scenario, especially the way that the game had been officiated up until that point. Um, we'll talk look, about it this hour. Look at the offensive lineman's hands and see if they're open because they right, can't be closed because right, they would right, be grabbing something. Like, right. It's, it's yeah. silly. You could call it on every play. Every uh, they they play. called it there, and it robbed us of a a Jalen Hurts potential, you know, drive to maybe get him in field goal range and tie the game. Um, we'll get headlines here. Dan Day fills in for Solana the final hour because Solana's on his way to Miami Dade Arena now. Dan, we were talking about Rihanna or Rihanna. Uh, you followed her, right, for a couple of weeks around the country, concert to concert? Yeah, a few years ago, I actually came to see her here in Miami, met some nice people in the crowd. And they're like, hey, we're going up the East Coast and we're going to go every other night, you know, to a different show. And at the time, it seemed like a good idea. So me and the person I was with at the time, we're like, <laughs> let's go. Let's head on up to Orlando. Let's head on up to Jacksonville. Let's head on up to Atlanta. And um Luckily, I had a couple of, like a week and a half off or so, almost two weeks, and just went and followed Rihanna throughout. Man, amazing. Great live show. 
<laughs> love how he says it seemed like a great idea at the time. <laughs> right? It seemed like a great idea at the time. So uh, what did you think of her halftime performance yesterday? Okay, full disclosure, I had a Valentine's weekend go really bad this weekend. So I got a phone call right before halftime, and I kind of had to take the call. So I walked in for the last three songs, but I watched the replay and at first, I was a little upset because Jay-Z or Eminem or maybe somebody else wouldn't have come out and performed some of the songs with her. But and I realized it was really all about her, and it was just hit after hit after hit. She got Rude Boy in. She got Wild Thoughts in. Some of those ones were really, really great. And I was just singing along and jamming along the whole time. And I didn't miss that Jay-Z, even though he was there, didn't perform because it was all Rihanna just doing her thing. I thought she was going to die at the end when she was elevated and that platform was wobbling a little bit. <laughs> I said to my wife, I said, oh, my God, what if she has to what if, like what if the, the platform just kind of it doesn't move anymore? She has to hover over the game for the entire second half. <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> that would be action. <laughs> uh, yeah, they may have found like a new uh, new way to sell sweets for next year. Oh, we're going to have you hover over the game like Rihanna. Um, anyway. Let's get headlines from Dan Day here. We'll bring on Ruthie Polinsky from NBC6, talk about the holding penalty with her, talk about the Rihanna halftime show with her, and uh, just kind of enjoy our Super Bowl Monday here. So, Dan Day, what do we have for headlines here in the 5 o'clock Funky Buddha Happy Hour? These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. The final score yesterday was 38-35 in the Super Bowl. Of course, Patrick Mahomes named the game's MVP. By the way, I was just watching. I told you I'm watching NFL Live on ESPN. They showed Jarek McKinnon. Remember, he has that, uh, that chance to waltz into the end zone with like 10 seconds left, and he takes a knee, Crowder. Yeah. You know, like even in a regular season game, how difficult that is to have a touchdown at your disposal and do the right thing by your team by taking a knee and, and letting the clock run down further. Imagine then you can always have in your arsenal that I scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl and you still choose to do the right thing and take a knee there. It's pretty amazing to me. Yeah, and it's good coaching. Yes. They let yes. them know that. Yeah. Because yeah. like you're saying, Hawk, in this like just flat out in the spur of the moment. Like I, I'm a football guy. Like I love the nuance and the X and O football. But to, like if I was to pick up a pass and be able to milk the clock down falling on the one, I'm going in the end zone. To right. Point, I I want to score in the Super Bowl. Hell with y'all. Imagine also you had a prop bet on Jarek McKinnon to score a touchdown and he's running right at the end zone and takes a knee. Guys. Um, it's, I have you know something what? way worse. My roommate had a five prop bet parlay and needed Kansas City to win by six and a half or more. And that uh, knee cost oh, him. Oh, they could have gone right in the end zone. So he got oh the first four, and all he needed was Kansas City to win by more than six and a half. It would have made it a seven-point game, and he'd have won $23,000 uh, on his prop bets. Easy come, easy go. <sighs> you know what? I did that on my Brady interception. You hit the deck. Yeah, because we were up and we could just. But I don't think you had anywhere to go. You were in a lot of traffic, I, weren't you? I could have ran. It was just a fat lineman chasing me. I don't think I had a score, but I could have got. I could have advanced the ball, but like I, we talked about it to the point of that. They were like, "Hey, if we get, if somebody picks it off, if they fumble, just go down. The game, we've won the game if they don't score a touchdown here." And as soon as that ball hit my hand, it was like a split second later. I thought about, "Oh, game over," and that's when I, that's when I, you know, went down, took a knee, whatever. Who was your coach? Oh, I believe George Edwards told me about that. 
before that series. He's uh he was with Dallas this year. He's not a big name, but he's a very intelligent football guy. Speaking of coaches, Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon raved about the team's defensive consultant Vic Fangio, saying he is a mastermind and a great friend. Of course, Fangio will be the Dolphins' D.C. next season. Yeah, we're waiting. Let's go, Vic. Nuggets are in town to face the Heat. Tyler Hero, he, last I checked, was doubtful with a knee while Kyle He's Lowry, out. Uh, so I got texted from uh, Ira Winderman. He is definitely out. So Lowry, Oladipo, and Tyler Hero are out tonight. Tip is at 730. You can hear the game here, 560 WQAM. The Panthers fell to the Avalanche Saturday 5-3. to They are back in action tonight at 8 against the Minnesota Wild. Hear that game on 96.5 FM HD2. Kings basketball team defeated Louisville 93-85 over the weekend. They are a perfect 14-0 at home on the season, but they are in North Carolina tonight at 7 to play the Tar Heels. That game you can hear on 104.3 FM, the Shark. You, you have any other stations you want to shout out? <laughs> Listen, if you say anything, that's going to be a – if you do, if you start talking about uh, DJ Zog, I'm going to yell out Power 96. <laughs> TC and Dina <laughs> B in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> the 99.9 FM. FM. Country. Kiss country. Oh, let's get to weather from the Mesmin and Dover Law Firm. Your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. It is around 79 degrees and mostly clear here in South Florida with a very, very slim, slim chance of rain. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Jimmy, te quiero. Te quiero mucho. Hawk and Crowder. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Router. Five o'clock hour is the Funky Buddha happy hour. And we made it through a Super Bowl Monday. And guess what we have to look forward to now, Crowder? USFL. You know what? Is it the USFL or the XFL? I just opened up <laughs> I just opened up my odds and it says XFL. When does the is the XFL and the USFL? So the XFL starts Saturday, it looks like. This Saturday. I can't believe I'm doing this on Super Bowl Monday. Uh, <laughs> XFL starts Saturday. And so when does the USFL start? I guess that starts... Oh, look, that doesn't start till April. I huh. saw a USFL commercial yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But it's the XFL... That starts this weekend. All right. So you want to know who the favorite is to win it all? Uh, Mississippi Mud Dogs. It is the St. Louis Battle Hawks, followed by the Seattle Sea Dragons, Arlington Renegades, San Antonio Brahmas, Vegas Vipers, D.C. Defenders, Orlando Guardians, Houston Roughnecks, Jumanji Black Adams, and the Glendale Gridiron Gang. What's the no. Jumanji Black Adams? Is this a joke by my sports book? It is. What Juman is it? 
Jumanji's a movie The Rock was in, and Black yeah, Adam yeah. is The Rock's newest movie. Yeah. But is there like a a, a thing with that? No. Are you sure? I, oh, no, doesn't sure. he own the XFL? Yes, yes. Oh, that's the connection is The Rock owns it. He bought it. So there. And the last two, The Gridiron Gang's another movie. Those are just four yeah, yeah, rock yeah. movies. Gridiron Gang, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black Adam and Jumanji are rock movies too. Um, all right. Anyway, that's going to do it for us on this Super Bowl Monday. So coming up, Dan Day is going to take over for us for a few minutes. And then uh, Solana, 15 minutes uh, after the hour, we'll have preheat for you. He'll take you up until tip off at 7.30 p.m. from Miami-Dade Arena. Jason Jackson will be on the call with Amy Audiber. You can hear it tonight right here. That does it for us on this Monday. Everybody have a great and safe Monday night. Go Heat, go Panthers, go Canes. We will speak with you manana. Mama named her Rihanna. I'm going to call her Rihanna. <laughs>